generates billions of dollars. Profits have never been better. So, we're gonna rip off a casino. You want in? The whole gang's here! We're gonna get in, and we're gonna get the money, and then we're gonna come back out the way we came. What about the guards? We gotta kill them. Abandoning my post is my only chance of survival. This isn't the way it was supposed to go down. We have the best security in the world. Well, thanks for joining me to talk about your new film, uh, Johnny and Clyde, today. And uh, tell us all about it. Well, Johnny and Clyde is, uh, I guess, I, it, it's a really interesting hybrid of different uh, genres, really. It's, you know, it's a heist movie. It's got a lot of action. It's got uh, some humor. It's got some sort of dark comedy. It's got some outrageousness. It's visually stunning. The DP and Tom DiNucci, who directed, just did the most amazing job with the, with the visuals. And uh, it was a blast. I mean, I'm only in the beginning of the movie. I, I just have a cameo essentially. But uh, when I read when I when I started reading the script, I, I was like hooked, and I couldn't wait to get to the to the rest of the of the story. So yeah, I kind of wish my character hadn't been. Uh, no spoilers, no spoilers. I know, I spoiler alert. <laughs> I kind of wish that, that hadn't happened. So I could have continued the uh the curious adventure that she was going through. So I, I assume there's no small parts in Hollywood, right? That's what they say, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, cameo, starring in a series, whatever. I mean, it's this uh yeah. it's actors are just the 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 love of their craft, right? It's so true. And I actually really see the value in that now. You know, I think when you're starting out your career, you, know, you want to get the lead, you know, you want to like, you know, you're so, you know, your sort of ego is involved in it initially as well. And then when, when you're get to my age and you're a little more seasoned, it, it's not about that anymore. And actually, I mean, I'm happy to just go in and do a day or two's work on something. And, you know, if I like it and just sort of add what I can bring to it. And it, it's not, it's not about me, which is kind of nice. I mean, there are movies where I play the lead where, you know, and it's a lot more pressure, frankly, when you're, and it's a lot, it's a lot harder process when you're working every day, 14 hours a day. So I actually kind of like coming in and doing a couple of days and just doing a little cameo and I can be a part of something, but I don't have to like, you know, I don't have to be sort of like doing, <laughs> it's just, you know, it's like a, it's like fun as opposed to like pressure. You know, I was doing a little research on you today, you know, before our interview, and, and I, you started yourself as a model, uh, and you left England yeah. for New York. Uh, isn't there a book somewhere about that story? Because that was, what, the mid-80s that you did all that? That was, yeah, 1983, actually. I had started modeling in Europe, and I, I grew up in London, and I got discovered as a model, and then because... Europe is, you know, Paris and Milan are so close that you end up sort of doing a lot of things within Europe. And and then I was invited to New York by Eileen Ford, who who ran this huge model agency in the 70s and 80s. And I think it still exists, actually. Uh, and she invited me to New York in 83 for a summer. And I just fell in love with New York and my career took off and, and I didn't want to go back to England. So I just ended up staying in New York and I was there for almost nine years. And in that time, I, I got... Uh, sort of fell into into uh, this business and got my first movie when I was 18 and that sort of opened the doors but I stayed in New York and I studied and and I was still modeling and doing commercials and then I finally moved to LA when I uh, did Weird Science. One of the most iconic 80s movies of all time you know we we're both we're both the same age you know Generation X yeah you know, so that movie meant so much to me you know growing up and then you got the lead in the series which was fantastic too. 
So. Yeah, and it was it was kind of, it felt like a long gap between you know the movie was 1985 and the series was 1993, but that you know it's only eight years, which to me now eight years is actually not that much. But uh, it felt like a, a you know sort of big gap between doing the, the the movie and doing the doing the TV show. But it was kind of good because I think it gave sort of people you know if you do it too quickly, then there's the comparisons are going to be you know so so strong, and. Uh, I mean, it was it was really a turning point in my life, actually, because I'd never really done comedy before. So, I mean, I'd done a little bit, but I it really wasn't that confident about it. And so I was just so I felt so blessed that they trusted me to play Lisa. And, you know, I mean, it wasn't really iconic at that point, but, you know, it, it was a very well-known movie. And obviously, John Hughes was, you know, the, probably the biggest director in the 80s. And so I felt like I had to live up to a lot. Um, but it was amazing. It was a four year experience and it was truly one of the best in, in my, I look back now, I mean, at the time it's, you know, it's hard when you're working that many hours and it's weeks and months on end and, you know, you can get a little bit burned out, but now I look back and just feel so grateful just for my, you know, for, for my progression as an actress, but also my progression as just a, as a human being. Looking at your filmography, man, you made some of my favorite films, you know, uh, really? Oh, yeah. Kingpin. One of my favorite comedies. Oh. I know it's set in Reno, but in Las Vegas, that's our sister city. So yeah. do you have a favorite story from making Kingpin? Oh, my God. So many. Well, we shot a lot of it in Pittsburgh, too, outside Pittsburgh. All, all, but all the stuff that was in Reno towards the end of the movie, we shot in Reno. Uh, and the Reno was a blast because it, it, I remember it was like two weeks before Christmas. It was like December we were shooting. And so the hotel where we were staying and we shot all that stuff in the lobby, like the scene where Bill Murray comes to the uh, to the salad bar and we bump into each other. That was all like in the lobby of this hotel, which was extremely busy and festive because it was December. And I remember the scene where where Bill was, you know, so hilarious. I mean, we we lit he literally had like a huge audience watching because they couldn't like shut down. They didn't shut down the whole the whole hotel. So there was a lot of people, you know, on the outskirts, like actually watching. It was almost like doing a play. So that was that was a fun memory, actually. Uh, it was yeah, it was really it was really fun. But I mean, all of it was an amazing experience. Now, we've spoken before to tell you how much you meant to me and Spies Like Us, you know, it was oh. one of my <laughs> only one of my favorite comedies. But, you know, uh, everybody oh. was talking about you in that movie, you know, this beautiful Russian girl. And uh, I, did that open so many doors for you after that movie? I mean, because, you know, Bill, yeah. uh, not Bill Maria, but uh, Dan Aykroyd and Chevy Chase. And that was a huge movie. Yes. I mean, they were then height of their career. I mean, it was, you know, they, they I mean, gosh, they, uh, Dan had just done Ghostbusters and they obviously both huge SNL stars and Chevy was like on fire. So, yeah, I mean, I don't think I really understood the, the sort of, I want to say gravity is not the right word, but the, you know, I didn't. I didn't really look at it like that because I was 18 and, you know, I mean, I'd watched movies, but, and I actually really didn't, I, I wasn't really pursuing acting, to be honest. I mean, I'd done some stuff at school and I, and I liked it, but I wasn't thinking that I want to go down this path particularly. So it sort of just literally fell in my lap, which is how I have to view it now that it was just meant for me to, to take this path. Um, but it was so great. I mean, everybody was so welcoming to me. I mean, the, the, for, we, we shot some in London and some in Norway, all the Russian parts were in Norway. So it was, you know, we were really sort of all together, you know, when you're on location like that, it sort of becomes like this extended family and, you know, you do a lot of things together on the, you know, when you're not shooting. And so it was, it was, 
it was such an amazing experience that it made me want to be an actress to really pursue this. But it was difficult because I really didn't know what I was doing. And I didn't, you know, didn't that role didn't require much of me other than my, you know, my physical, physical being. <laughs> uh, but I got I got signed by William Morris at the time. And, you know, they were sending me out to to meet like huge directors. And I really I didn't even really know how to read a script. I mean, I mean, I could read, but like I didn't really I didn't I didn't have any craft. So I realized pretty early on that I needed to to figure out what I, and I wanted to be good. I didn't want to be one of those, you know, actresses that was a model and then got like a big role and then she blew it and then, you know, disappeared forever. So I started studying with this wonderful teacher called Sandra Lee and she got me into the actress studio which was really happening in the in the late 80s and so I really took I took I took it seriously I mean I didn't really get serious roles for a long time and I'm still you know I've still struggled with trying to break out I mean now it's finally happening because I'm in my 50s that I can play more mature women with like real women's issues you know more just a sort of non-projectional beautiful image kind of role mm -hmm. uh, but it took a, you know it took a long time it took a long time to to get there yeah. <laughs> and now you know now I've actually you know it's it's a very different thing for me now which is actually you know which which is nice because you know what you lose in terms of your youth you, you gain so much more in experience and and appreciation of what I do and realizing that it's a privilege it's not just a right I think when you're young you just you know you, there's so much ego involved when you're younger and I think that sort of lessens as you get older and we're in the early stages of the writer's strike and mm -hmm. being in, in Hollywood in your career what's the mood in Hollywood right now and do you have uh, any relationships with some writers or what's what's the buzz yeah I mean I I totally get it like I mean I think you know the, the whole business has changed so much with you know it's just so different than it was you know last time there was negotiations and you know it's constantly changing and I and so I, I understand uh but you know it's 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 frustrating because you know we all want to be uh, working and uh it you know sort of stops work for everybody pretty much so but, but you know I, that being said I'm obviously a union supporter but but uh I just hope they they come to you know negotiations quickly because I think that it's you know there's definitely fear starts to I mean LA is a it's a wonderful place but it, you know it's also a lot of people in the industry here so you do feel a sort of sense of uncertainty and you know what's going to happen and that's obviously yeah you do you do kind of feel it well vanessa thanks so much for joining me today i know i could talk to you all afternoon but i <laughs> all day you know uh it's always a pleasure to speaking to you and uh, uh hopefully we'll uh, see each other soon i love to yeah i love our lunches together <laughs> yes i know uh, i look for yeah let me know when you're in la next absolutely well thanks all so right. much and you take care Bye.